0: Intimacy with the Father. If you are a young adult in your 20s and 30s, make sure you're there this Saturday and don't come alone. Invite a friend, invite someone. You never know. The power of invitation is so so key. You never know. There's so many testimonies of people who have been invited and they've encountered God, they've encountered their maker. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Good morning, church. Good morning, church. It's a beautiful day. It's a joyous day. There's so much joy, so much energy. I couldn't keep keep up with our band and choir. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, they, I just thank God for everyone and for what God is doing in our midst. Amen. Just a quick um, follow up on Awana. I really want to encourage the parents we need to give our children right foundation very early. Don't wait. Most of the things that form a child, studies have shown, psychologists have shown they learn learning between the ages of you know, five to 10, sometimes 12, but those early years, early education, it's very key. And part of why, what we provide, in addition to what you're doing at home, and what happens on Sunday is Awana, they meet once a week over the course of eight months. We take summer off and we have wonderful aunties and uncles who teach them the word of God. So let's make time. Let's make time. Bible says children are arrows in the hands of a mighty warrior. The sad thing is that many of the adults, we've, even, we've forgotten that we are warriors So the arrows are just staying dormant. We need to shoot our children. We need to direct them towards the right target. They are precious. They are for signs and wonders. I'm making appeal to parents. You might might have to take a, a less paying job for a season so you can raise a generation that will crush the head of the enemy. So you can raise a generation that will praise God. That will usher in the second coming of our Lord Jesus. We are in partnership with God. We ask him to bless us with these seeds. This is not my message, but I'm passionate when it comes to family and parenting. And the young ones, the young children, they need to know Jesus. We need to introduce them to Jesus. Amen. So this is what Awana is about. Make sure you see the people after in the lobby. As you know, Pastor is away, if you don't know, for anyone who is worshipping for the first time, our lead pastor, Pastor G. DeLawere, is away in Lebanon on a missions trip. It's been amazing. It's been great. There are seven hours ahead, so it's really late in the evening now. He ministered at a church earlier today, and about 30 people gave their life to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. The beauty of this mission is that it's not just only within the church walls. They've been going out to school. God has given them access into the education system. They've gone to schools. They've gone to encourage uh, teachers. They've ministered to children. This is what God is doing in us and through us. So we thank God that they are ministering to the body of Christ and they are ministering to the young generation, and those who are teaching them. Our teachers all over the world, they need our prayers, both in America and in every other part of the world. Amen. Amen. And the second thing I want to say, the third thing really, is the membership class. We have membership class end of September, September 27, and September twenty nine It's a Tuesday and a Thursday. If you've been coming and you've not taking that step to be a member, to be committed. I encourage you to please um, register for the membership class. The registration ends tomorrow. You must have gotten an email. If you didn't get any email, please stop at, at the church office. Registration ends tomorrow. Do not delay. Do not procrastinate. Because they need to send you materials that you're going to do um, go through. It's on Zoom. It's, on, it's at the comfort of your home. It's a joy to be a member of this family. And we want more. We want more people in the kingdom. So mark the date. If you, if you know someone in church who has not yet taken this step, please let them know. September twenty seven, September twenty nine. But registration ends tomorrow. That's why I'm emphasizing this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, it's time for your word. It's time for your word. Father, give us the bread of life. You are the bread of life. You are the one that satisfies. When we partake of you, we will not hunger anymore. This morning, we want to experience you. You know where we all are in the seasons of our life, in the journey of our life. For everyone watching online, watching at work, watching while driving in different parts of the world and for those of us present here physically let us experience you Jesus because we know one word from you one touch from you one encounter with you changes everything Jesus we want to see you glorified Jesus we want to hear your voice Jesus have your way in this service have your way, sweet Holy Spirit. You are the Spirit of the living God. Jesus, you promised us your Spirit. You said you will not leave us as often. You will send the Holy Spirit to guide, to lead, to help, to advocate. We want to experience the Holy Spirit today. Jesus, have your way in the service. Have your way in this service. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. The topic of of today's talk is Jesus. Jesus, I am. Jesus, I am. It's amazing because during our fresh anointing, and I want to encourage anyone who is a worker, really, church starts at 9.30, not 10.00. We spend time praying, make the effort, you know, it's not always we have to make the effort and grace is given to us when we do that. So our sister who led the prayer was just all focusing on Jesus, emphasizing that Jesus is Lord. And since about two weeks or thereabout, I've been asking, what should I talk about? There's a lot we can talk about. And he said, just reintroduce me to my people. Reintroduce me to my people. Jesus wants to be known. You know, today as a nation, we celebrate when remember what happened 21 years ago. Some of you probably were not born. I was in my 20s. It was six weeks before my wedding. I was driving to a new job I just started in Persephone. Everybody was going about their day when you talk about a dreadful day, it was a dreadful day. What you could not imagine happened, that people were bought on a flight, sit with people, smile at them, and the same people got up to crash the plane, kill themselves, and yes. And, but we thank God, because a lot of us, I mean, I wasn't there, but I know people that were there. Pastor Judy was there. He was not, he we are not even married then. He was in one of the buildings. God brought him out. But my really, and even people that lost loved one, by God's grace, God has sustained them. He has kept them because it tells us, you know, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. But what I'm trying to get to is that as a nation, I remember how everyone ran to God. Places now, empty churches now in New York, now where there's nothing, where there's all sorts going on, people were praying. People were praying, people were crying, were looking for hope. But 21 years later, everyone is going about their ways. We don't care. There was a statement that was prevalent we will never forget. 9 11, we will never forget. I know for those who, those that came, it came close to home too, they've never forgotten. But many other people have gone about their ways. Now we are fighting, we are bickering, you know. We were one nation. You did not care what ethnicity, what everybody came together. Our law enforcement, everybody worked together. There was no cancel culture. We will never forget. That was what. And people prayed. I'm saying this to talk about Jesus. We also can can experience this. A lot of us, we know how it was when we gave our life to Jesus. We know how it was when we encountered him in our valleys. Now we are on the mountaintop. Is Jesus still relevant? Do you still remember the lover of your soul? The one who said, I will be with you. I will guide you. Do you still have that relationship with him? Jesus wants to introduce himself to us today. Or rather, reintroduce himself. Maybe you've never really come to know him. You've heard of him. Because, you know, you can know about something. You can know about something, but you don't really know deeply, intimately. For every one of us, regardless how long you've been walking this journey, Jesus wants us to know him deeper. To never forget who he is. Jesus is everything. Jesus is enough. Jesus, He loves you. Jesus is always thinking about you. And He wants to reintroduce Himself to us today because He said, Many have been distracted. Many have forgotten. Many are confused because they came to Jesus, but then things have not lined up. But he's a master planner. Remember the story of Lazarus? Jesus was still their friend. It looks like he came late. It was three days late. Things did not line up. He even told Mary, I am the resurrection and the life. Martha, she didn't get it. Things are not lining up. And you're about to throw in the towel. Jesus is still the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's what Hebrews tells us. I'll quickly run through a few of the things. And we'll be looking at the I am statement. There's so many things we can say about Jesus we know that Jesus is God revealed to us. Jesus wants to reveal, God wants to reveal himself to mankind and he sent Jesus to be with us. To, to show himself in humanity, to be flesh. The other thing Jesus came to do is to reconcile us back to the Father. To reveal the Father and to reconcile us back to the Father. But for those who spend time with him, for those who desire to know him intimately, it said more, who he is, I am. And we'll be looking at that today. You know, the first time this word was said in the scriptures was in Exodus three fourteen. God sent Moses on an, on an assignment and he said, what should I tell the people and he said, just tell them, I am who I am. I am who I am. In Hebrew, that's called Yahweh. So when we sing Yahweh, when we say Yahweh, it's powerful. We are declaring who God is. It's as simple as that I am. And it simply means the one who exists. Jesus is real. As we were told earlier in the opening, I don't know if you caught it, that you will experience him. And how do you experience him? Through his word, through prophecies, you feel him, you feel his presence, you feel his peace. And that will happen today because Jesus wants to encounter us. He wants to reintroduce himself to every one of us. And as you're listening to me. He's already walking, walking in, your, in our midst. He's already speaking because he told me it to be a personal introduction. That's, when, that's what it means to know someone intimately. When you know someone one-on-one, they tell you about themselves. They tell you secret things that everyone else does not know. Jesus is speaking right now. It's bringing some things to your mind. It's showing you some things. It's dropping things in you right now. It's touching you right now. So God said to Moses, I am who I am. That is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am as sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say to the Israelite, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever. The name you shall call me from generation to generation. God is a God of generation. And I'm making an appeal to us, people of God, believing parents, Christian parents, you have a responsibility Show your children Jesus. Show them the ways of Christ. You are not in competition with anybody. There's a wisdom. There's 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 a wisdom to just nurture that soul from a young age. Bible says, "Train up a child in the way they will go, and they will not depart from it." Don't be caught up with the things of the world. Oh, this is where. To take a child. This is the best school. This is the best outfit. Guide them. Invest in their spiritual development. I don't know why I keep going to that. But God wants us to be mindful. Because from generation to generation, that is who he is. God does not change. Don't water down God to your children. He is the mighty God. He's a God of love. He's a God of justice. He will punish disobedience. Let them know the truth. Let them know. Amen. So we'll go into the statements of Jesus. And you see it in the book of John. Out of all the Gospels, it's only John that captured this statement. And that tells me something. Because John, the beloved, he claimed is the Jesus' body. Jesus loves me. I love the book of John. And he's the one that gave us this statement. Because Jesus made this statement when he was with people that were following him. People that wanted to know more about him. Not just what they can get from him. Not just, oh, checklist, gone, you know. Jesus, you're in this box, this other area of my life, you don't go there. How I do this, no. People who wanted to know him. The first statement is from John 6.35. It says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Jesus can satisfy he will satisfy. It's very simple. I know God made us complex. But when it comes to how he reveals himself to us, it's very simple. And I think sometimes this is is the struggle people have. It's not that deep. Just release yourself to him. Just love him. Just be open to him. Just let him be enough for you. Everything else will be added. The things you desire, the job, the house, the spouse. But don't make those your priority. I'm telling you, don't make them your priority. Let Jesus be the center. Hallelujah. Jesus be the center. Hearing from someone from a young age, I've come to know him. And one of my life scriptures has been to love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind. That is why most times nothing faced me. I don't, I'm not, I just can't understand why some things that people chase after, worry about, status. I have everything in Christ. I have every. you have everything in Christ. Marriage will come. Other things will come, but be satisfied with Jesus. Let him fill you. And that bread of life to me also means Provision. He will provide. Second statement he made is from John 8, 12. John 8, 12. I am the light of the world. I am the light. That's what he said. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Light gives direction. Jesus wants to direct your life. No more searching from people who are lost. Let Jesus lead you. He's speaking right now. Before the service, as I was praying, it just dropped in my spirit that there's someone who is about to go do a business purchase in Florida. He's about to go do a business purchase in Florida and God says, be cautious. Really, he said, don't do it. There's about to get into a business in florida sorry i love mind you i love florida if i I, if i have to leave new Jersey, that's where i would live so nothing against florida this is just god speaking he he gave me this and that's how it gives direction it will speak something about your life and it will download it to someone who has no clue direction the light If you feel you are in darkness now, there's some things that just makes you feel like, invite Jesus into that situation. Right now, actually, I want you to do that. What is it that you're dealing with that makes you, you feel like you're enclosed in a dark place? Invite Jesus. He said, I am the light. But I shine your light to every dark situation. Is it a loved one? Is it a relationship? Is it a, a struggle, a personal struggle? Father, shine your light. Shine your light. You are the light. Let every darkness flee in Jesus' name. Amen. John 10:7. John 10:7. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. I am the gate for the sheep. Is the gate for all those who follow Him? Is the gate for the sheepfold? Is the only door to life. Without, when you when you don't go through the path that Jesus has, you will be lost. Jesus is the gate to the sheepfold, and that to me symbolizes protection because it's said further in that scripture, all who have come in verse eight before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. There is a way that seems right to man, but the end thereof is destruction. The devil will come. He will disguise but he's a thief, he's a robber. He's come to steal, to kill and destroy. Go through Jesus. Jesus will have you wait. He will have you deal with your flesh. And that's why some of us run from Jesus. Because he's showing you your anger. Yes, you can quote the scriptures, but you still have anger problem. Let Jesus take it off of you. It's is, it is, it is, it is okay. He had 12 disciples. They were not all that perfect. They all had issues. Even to the last minute, Thomas was still asking, who are you? They were confused. He had had Peter, who would not even think, but he would just talk. He understood, he understands, but they were vulnerable. No more masking with Jesus. Let him help you. Let him take away all those things that does not represent him. The fourth statement he made is in John 10, 11. John 10, 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I am the is go- a good shepherd. We sing about it. He's a good, good father. He's a good, good father. Don't ever, don't ever second guess God. He's good. He's good. He's good in all his ways. Even in our low moments, even in our dark times, when we just hold on to him, we will see his goodness. He's a good shepherd. He wants to protect. That's still talking about protection. And a good shepherd will provide, will nurture, will guide the sheep from the wolves. Some things is taken away from you and you are upset because he knows that thing might lead to your destruction. That's why intimacy with Jesus is important. That's why you will not allow things to face you, upset you. You will not have to throw tantrum. He's closing some doors so that another door can open. Let him have his way. He's the good shepherd. I am number five. I am number five. John eleven twenty five. 25. I am the resurrection and the life. And this is what he said to Mary and Martha when their brother passed. He told them, and you can read that old encounter, 20, uh, 11, verse 21 through 27. But he made that statement to talk about the fact that he's able to restore, he's able to bring the dead to life. Things in your life that you feel is gone, is dead, he's able to bring to life when you just trust in him. When you wait on him and you allow him to take you through the process. It took them through a process. They called for him a few days before, but he did not go to see them. By the time he showed up, Lazarus was dead. And they said, oh, well, you know, we know um, we'll see you again. In this case, you know, Jesus raised up Lazarus. In some cases, we know things really die. And we don't see resurrection in the way we want to. But is what is true. We may not see it in the way we want to, but there's always resurrection with God. There's always resurrection with Jesus. You might have lost something. You might have lost a child. You might have lost something, but Jesus is restoring. He's restoring you. Most importantly, he doesn't want your soul to perish. So some things we don't have a full comprehension, but trusting Jesus that he loves and his love is genuine, his love is unconditional, his love is kind, his love is patient. So is the resurrection and the life, he gives eternal life, he restores. That's what he's saying to us from that. Number six, John 14:6. John 14, 6, and this conversation. See, all this conversation, like I said, happened when Jesus was with people. Maybe not precisely when he talked about the bread, it was, but it was all people following him. Some he expressed to those who were really intimate with him. Like in John 14, which is really the anchor scripture of the message, John 14, 6. I'll back up from 5. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know? See, he was having like a closing conversation with them, preparing them for his transition. They didn't get it. They thought it would be around forever. And he said, you know, I go to my father. He was saying all that. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my father as well. He's saying to to us again, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And one thing I see from here is that Jesus is okay for you to ask him questions. He's okay. That's actually what he he wants. He's your friend. What a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, like some griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often for. Our feet. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Jesus is your friend talk to him, talk to him, he's your friend, don't say, oh, this is too, you know, I, I can figure this out, I'll just text my friend, you know, you have an interview, ask him. Oh, what needless pain to bear, there's some pain you are carrying, you don't need to carry, because you've just, you've not taken it to Jesus. You have an interview and you see a pattern. They don't call me, or if they call me, and you, there's room to get advice. There's good room to get skills. I'm not, that is really important. And Jesus even subscribes to that. But we should not put our confidence in this thing. It might be the enemy of your soul, just telling those recruiters. Once you see a funny name, begin to speak over your resume. I am anointed. These names, my names appeal to people. They love it. They call me. Talk to Jesus and he will give you the keys. He will give you what to do. That is for someone. That's someone's breakthrough. You've, been, you've not been called and you're like, what's, what's going on? I've done everything. Speak over your resume. They see your name and they cannot just go past it. And God will give you favor. Amen. The last one is in John 15:1. I am the true vine. Jesus is the vine. And this to me symbolizes strength. Because the vine is what holds the branches. It symbolizes source. It symbolizes strength. For anyone who is here today, you feel weak. You feel overwhelmed. You feel dry. Jesus is saying, I am the true vine. Connect with me. I will give you life. I will give you nourishment. I'll quickly read the scripture. I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, it prunes. And it goes on and on to talk about us to remain in him, to abide in him. And when we do this, we'll be fruitful. We'll be fruitful. Jesus loves us. He's crazy about you and I. And he's looking for people that will be passionate for him. I don't know how your first encounter with Jesus was. Maybe it was in a low moment of your life. Or you were just in a place and you just felt something draw you to this savior, to this person who loves you, who laid his life for you. But life, distractions, challenges has brought a wedge between that relationship. Jesus wants to reintroduce himself to you. is your friend, is your helper, is your ever-present help in times of need. Church, it's time for us to take away distractions and focus on Jesus and let him be the center. Jesus at the center of it all. Jesus at the center of, is it the center of your life? Do you consider him before you go on a date? Do you consider him before you make any decision in your family? There's some pain we have, there's some entanglements we get ourselves into. Not because Jesus doesn't love us, but because we push him, we shove him off. After all, I have a degree. After all, I'm a CEO. After all, you know. From beginning to the end, it will always be, it always be you, Jesus. Jesus, because nothing else matters. Tell yourself, nothing in this world will do. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, you're the center. Everything revolves around you. Jesus, you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He's the bread of life is the way maker is the beginning and the end is the light of the world is the gate to the sheep? is the good shepherd is the way the truth and the life what lies have you believed what lies have you held on to what situation are you dealing with that represents darkness Let him shine his light. Present your situations to him. Those things that distract you, those things that weigh you down. Jesus is here right now. He's here to meet your need, He's here to hear your cry, He's here to make every darkness tremble. He wants to break chains. He told me there are people you feel stuck. You don't feel Jesus wants to even see your face because of actions, things that you've done. You carry shame, you carry shame because of things you've engaged in, inappropriate sexual relationships. He wants to break it off. Every darkness leave in the name of Jesus. Every darkness leave. We're gonna invite Jesus to step in. You be, begin a walk in every life. Let's call his name Jesus. Call on Jesus. Tell him you are sorry. You are sorry. You know, you know the area. For some people, it's your finances. Jesus cannot dictate your finances. And you are now listening to people. You are listening to social media. Ha! You knew... Where you used to be, if not Jesus, where you are today—is anyone in your family there? Is it not the grace of God? God have mercy on us. We call for worship. Some of us are still like, "Oh, we're still upset and throwing, throwing tantrum." You know, when we go to Uganda and I see the orphans worship Jesus, I'm humbled. Jesus, be lifted. Jesus, have mercy. Be the Lord of our life. As a church, agape, we repent. We repent. Without you, we are nothing. Without you, we are nothing. We lay our crowns. Jesus. 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 have your way. And we want to experience you. To experience your touch, we want to experience your love. Rema shinderi base ribobo shandari baba baba. Ye keribo sete riba baba baba sheneri bo bobo. Ye karibo shake bo sete ribo bobo. Aye keribo sheneli bo senderi bobo. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Jesus. Be the center. If you are here today, you've not given your life to Jesus. Or you've taken a break because there were some things you thought Jesus did not deliver on. And there was coldness. But now you are back. And you say, Jesus, I need you. If you are here in that position and you want Jesus to be the lord and savior to be your the, the way the truth and the life your gateway to heaven speak to him speak to him in your own words i will not even have to lead you you speak to him say jesus have mercy for ask him to forgive your sins your anger for being upset ask him to forgive you And ask him to receive you. His arms are wide open. When he died on the cross, his arms were wide open. And he's still calling. He's calling, come to me. Come to me. So Lord Jesus, I thank you for everyone rededicating their lives to you today. Accept them into your kingdom. Accept them and baptize them with your love wherever they are right now baptize them with your love thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Jesus wants to move things out of our what's the enemy you know when we've been going on our way there's been some things entangled entangled. I see some people you are not able to walk fast you run off the enemy has now put things entangled and you feel stuck You feel stuck. Relationship, you feel stuck. Investment, you feel stuck. Jesus wants to break it off. He wants to set free. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He wants to deliver. If you are here today and you just need the touch of Jesus in your life, in your home, I want you to rise with me as we take this song. you take Jesus tremble if you feel stuck I really he wants to set a lot of people free from entanglements entanglements from relationship wrong relationship some entanglements are actually family you know parents are great I'm a parent I love my children but some parents have become a strong gold in your life you are not able to see the way forward. It wants to set you free. And they're not doing it intentionally. But it's just the works of the enemy and patterns. And you are, you are not able to move forward. Strong gold from parents. We're going to call on Jesus. And darkness will flee. And it's also speaking peace to every life peace. If you feel like you're in a storm right now, a lot of parents, with your children, you feel like there's a storm. He's speaking peace. at your name. Thank you. Jesus. to Jesus. Jesus Jesus You make the darkness tremble Jesus